Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Goss is totally hot this week. Goss is totally hot. All-Stars 6 promo and cast announcement chats. Honey, it's a brand rude day. Starting up a brand rude day. <laughs> Plus, the dolls are touring. That's Race right. Chaser Live. All the info. You can find out how do you feel about kink at Pride. Is it just an internet trolling gigorama? Well, we'll get into that. And there's some DM spelunking and a peek inside a listener's sex drawer. Plus a tip spot from Miss Bendela Cream. That's right. Can you feel it? Can you feel a brand new day? Ooh, let's find out. Forever. Dog. Welcome back for yet another steaming, piping, scalding, serving of a hot gas. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives. gossip and politics, politics, and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DM. Ooh, let's get into some. Hot God. My name is Dixie Wetsworth, and this is Hot Gaz. Mm. Ah. I'm Jean, not so smart. <laughs> I'm Jean, oh. smart pantsuit. Girl, yes, exactly. Jean, uh, ow, oh, that smarts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the assorted hoopla this week... Um, hoopla. ...is... Uh, is big. There's a new show out there, and I don't know if you guys knew this was going to happen, but they're doing All Stars again. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, you were on it. You won. Oh, is Um, that that RuPaul show? My girlfriend watches that. Yeah, yeah. Um, She loves all the gowns. This this is big news. We got the big drop. We got the cast reveal announced brand new day of the new All Stars 6 season what do you think what do you think um i like the promo who doesn't look good in in sunrise colors or sunset colors i think that some of the outfits felt bad um i think that give us a name my love (laughs) put it in the book um i didn't like what i didn't like anything serena chacha had on oh okay i didn't understand it i was i didn't understand what that had to do with a, a brand new day. 
Well, it, her hair was the bird that she wanted to be. The honey, well, she can, she can fly away with that. Oh, my God. Because I was not feeling anything in the outfit. If you would have said, which outfit would you least like to wear? I would have said hers. Okay. Um, was there anyone that I that you would not have worn? I thought all the dolls looked lovely. And I'm, you know, I'm not... I did you watch the cast reveal on YouTube like the whole fucking four hours of it? No, I already know them. I don't need to know more about them when they okay. lie about themselves. Well, something is wrong with, and maybe this is just. But I've watched it in two different locations on different, like uh, the YouTube clip. It's like an hour and fourteen minutes, and the editing is chippity choppity like they cut people off mid-sentence and cut to the next person and then each interview is like it's almost as though they didn't cut anything out and they kept in a whole like 20 minute interview with each of them that like it was it was like a lot like even with the excitement there's so much excitement about a new season but it's like oh we're still oh my god oh i mean i should have scheduled my day. The editing is chippity chop. It was it a dipper? <laughs> yeah, and you know when they showed the big promo with all the girls like looking fierce, walking slow motion, and Rue yes. sort of like in her Teletubby sun above them, being like brand Rue day. When they cut to the first interview, they cut off their own promo. Did you see that? It's very strange. I don't know what happened with. I feel, that. I feel like there was like an uh, an error in the export, and then they ran it anyways. There's not the T's aren't dotted and the I's aren't crossed uh, because Courtney's not there. <laughs> the I's will never be crossed again. Um, I think that Jiggly and um, Akira definitely won the promo and Sonique. She looks sickening. Um, yeah. Yara looks great. Um, all, all of them look fine. But like I'm, I'm just like, where are the other girls that we want to see on All Stars? And why are you bringing back people who were first off that nobody wants to see? Like, why isn't April here. Where is Darian Lake? Like we've seen some of these people and they haven't won so many other times. Why are you bringing them back again to not win again? Um, for fun. Who's who's fun? Who's fun where? Everyone everybody's fun. This is going to be a great season and I'm really looking forward to watching it. They just need to get that fucking edit together on the f- I I should we blame Paramount? I don't know. I Paramount just feel Plus. like I've Blues. Paramount minus. <laughs> I'm excited for Raja D. O'Hara. She gives such good interview. And the glasses, they got even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk about the... Because uh, they show a little bit of their like interview looks. No one can just sit in a chair and just wear clothes anymore. It, it's You have to have six pairs of glasses on. You have to have a Beyonce brim hat that's also a sword like Kung Lao from fucking Mortal Kombat. It's a necklace that says your name and your parents' names. Um, spikes coming off of your cardigan. The, you can't just sit in a chair. I love Scarlet Envy's interview look because she's just like, this is my hair and I'm wearing a white shirt. This is, and she looks very great. Um, I'm a very, but you know I'm very understated. This coming from me, I'm such a con. No, I wanted to wear a fucking harness in my fucking interview look. I'm so glad I didn't. I would have frozen my cunt up. But they also told me I wasn't allowed to. 
I'm I'm just like over the point that they're sanitizing people's drag and personalities now to fit the mold that they need to fit. Like you can't wear something super gay like a harness. Like fuck you, World of Wonder. Did you forget? Like, <laughs> did you forget? Like, and the these safe choices that they're throwing on for all stars. It's their show. They can do what they want. But I would just rather talk about someone that I someone that I think has a chance at being America's next drag superstar. Because some of these people here, I think everyone can agree. At least one of these people here, I think everyone can agree. Nobody wants to see more of her. We didn't like her the first time. Who are you talking about? Girl, Serena Cha-Cha. Oh. Nobody liked her. But she has had a huge The feeling was not mutual. Has she? She's ripping off Akira for bad boo-boo wigs. And her outfit still sucks. I'm allowed to not like her. Okay. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Everybody she- else I'm happy for, I'm fine with. And maybe it's this is a little bit of me being bitter. Like, I'll never be given this opportunity for all this wonderful free press just because I was on a you show might. and wasn't also ran years ago. You might. Like, I won't be. And so to see some of these girls just, like, breeze their way through an interview, not have funny clips prepared, not to, like, be bringing their A A plus game. They're just bringing like their B plus or their A game. Some of them in the interview. I mean, some of their interviews, they should be entertaining at every fucking quip. And some of them are not bringing the entertainment at every opportunity. And they should be by now. Okay. And this is my opinion. If you're not going to be entertaining, at least be fucking sickening and lovely. Should we read this letter that comes from Brooke? Go for it. Okay. Hello, Alaskan Airlines, Wilhelmina Models, and the Ursa Major. Deep friend of the pod here. This has been something on my mind lately that I would love to hear you ladies discuss. For the last few months, I've been seeing the rumored All-Stars 6 cast all over social media. The rumored cast was based on queens that were all absent from social media during the alleged time of filming. Today, the cast was announced, and all the rumored cast members were correct. Given World of Wonder is so big on secrecy, do you think they should require queens to have scheduled social media posts during filming, or even have someone run their social media while they're gone? After seeing the rumored cast float around for months, today's announcement was really underwhelming. You ladies must have more insight on this, and I would love to hear your take. No dick pics attached, because I do not have one. Thank you for giving us much-needed entertainment during this never-ending pandemic. Much love, Brooke. She her Brooke honestly fuck off like if you don't want spoilers don't dig for them like and you ruined it for yourself all these rumored social media things just stay off of it and watch the show when it comes out and don't subscribe to like reddit and all these things just do your thing you know listen to be fair I can't open my YouTube app without it it suggesting five videos that are this cast confirmed this cast rumored this ca-, like and they put all these images right on the thumbnail so you don't necessarily have to go digging don't click them I don't, don't sub- but don't subscribe to the people whose channels and then they won't show up I don't but the algorithm Allison Garithm comes after me each day I, they're I, tapping our phones nobody's going to be happy no matter what if they're, they're surprised trying to sell me toothpaste I, I i don't we we know how this works girls disappear every summer and then they go on they get on the tv show we know how this works we're sorry you're not surprised but it's hard to keep things quiet anymore with all these faggot bloggers who want to talk about drag race without wigs and spoilers and all these things so we're very sorry brooke i didn't mean fuck off 
Um, but you you can if you'd like to. I bet she's that gonna... was a little rash, and I'm still mad I'm not on All Stars. <laughs> I bet <laughs> she's gonna take the fuck off Brooke and make it her ringtone. I hope she I does. Fuck do. off, Brooke. I've been saying this for a long time though. Don't you think they should just say like come with twelve photos and at least have something appearing on your Instagram to just lessen? No, because the... it, at this point we all have a faggot friend who made an outfit. Or, or something, or a hairstylist, and it always leaks. They can't keep it quiet anymore. The last secret that they kept fully was my disqualification. But honestly, it's just another added facet because now people are really paying attention to so- social media silence dur- and people know when the filming is happening. So it's just another facet that could be easily taken care of like here's your here's your fucking burner phone where you can log into your instagram and make a post this can be part of the filming process to sort of throw off the scent do you think that they don't they don't care now they did it they did it that one year they let all the girls post one thing or something i'm pretty sure in the middle of filming there was something and it was just so obvious because everybody posted you know, on the, the same day, at like, the same moment. If you want it to be spoiled, it's going to be spoiled for you. If you don't want it to be spoiled, it's still probably going to be spoiled for you. So either way, this is the new reality. Fuck off, Remember bro. when we no. had... <laughs> remember when we had angina on season one for the interview and she said for the last two or three all-star cycles, she would always go quiet when the other <laughs> girls did just to up her booking fee? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> We should start doing that. Girl, they already know. I don't know. Um, We're going to take a break, but we have a very exciting rainbow spotlight from our mom sister, Priyanka. And this is called K. What's my name? A sister spotlight. Oh my God, it's so late. It's been a hot minute, want to see that face. Oh my God, I look great. Spending all my time and you're making me wait. Somebody better call the feds. Cause I'll be turning heads uh, I'm about to cause a scene now Step aside, bow down for the queen now One night trying to take me down When I call you not around You'll hear my voice the sound No Sitting high up on my phone Feeling good all on my own But I'm staring at my phone You want a piece of this cake I'm feeling so hot I'm the chocolate baby Come on, take that shot too late, give you my goods and take the bait. Taste test, you're out. Make you feel high when you see me, no doubt. You want a piece of this cake? Come get a piece of this cake. Was it something I said? Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the 
flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. Mama. Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with Top Factory, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag. Drag. For free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. We are back, and in celebration of our 100th episode of Hot Goss last week, we'd like to show you a little AV submission for our Hot Goss 100th episode celebration. Stanley uh, our, came to Blackout in I saw New York. his picture. He was wearing the Tivantra shirt. Yeah. Very cute. Um, she's lovely. She's fabulous. Um, let's watch this video, and um, you can listen. I want, What is this? You can watch 100th? it on our Instagram, too, Race Chaser Pod. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, we're going to put it up there. Let's see what Stanley has for us. Am I doing this right? Does anyone have a CD player? Are we spelunking in the DMs or what? Race Chaser! Race Chaser! Let's Race Chaser! Race Chaser! That's hot goss. Oh my god! I love that. Thank you, Stanley. Thank you, Stanley. Oh my god! How wonderful! That was sickening. Uh, that made me smile. How cute! And uh, we are about to Thank announce you. something very special. You may have already seen it on social media, but we're going back, back, back to the Brits. That didn't really work. <laughs> but we're going to Britain and uh, Scotland. Is Scotland Britain? Ireland? We're going to the whole region, my love. Um, We're going regional. 
<laughs> is go, her drag too regional? No, inter-regional national tour. This, it's very exciting because today, June fourth, the tickets for our Race Chaser Live tour with Five Senses Reeling officially go on sale for the UK dates in 2022. Mm-hmm. My love, we're doing gigs in Brighton, Cardiff, London, mm-hmm. Birmingham, Manchester, Ipswich, mm-hmm. Bradford, Newcastle, Glasgow, and Belfast. You better Ipswich that wig with me because I like that hair. <laughs> you can get your tickets now at racechaserlive.com. Um, and I think you should you should get them. We always put on a good goddamn show. And the Spit Crew, honey, we're now casting. Send your send your pictures. Willem's doing private castings in her mouth. Um, Casting mouth? Very. Um, this is going to be really exciting. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, it's happening in 2022, so there's a little bit of time. But you know what? We like to give everyone a good lead up um, so you can give us a running, jumping leap. Um, it's going to be really, really fun. We can't wait to bring the podcast to you live and in person once again. We've missed you a lot. Yeah, and this show's really fun because everybody that comes to it is, like, in on it. Um, they they listen to the pod, so we love having you, like, deep friends of the pod there. And there will be Easter eggs. We're going to have, like, surprises hidden under the seats. Um, uh, She's making campaign promises. Different. I know, I know. I'm different taking notes. Like, I have to do all this. <laughs> Gift bags. <laughs> Um, there's going to be a gift bags. Yeah, there's gonna, martini glass. There's going to be a bag for you to put your gifts in, in um, for, for all of us. Um, do you have any fond memories from when we did the live shows the last time? Because we were going to do more, but we had to stop because of the pandemic. My favorite memory of the live show is when you told me I couldn't have a pony again. So we got that guy to shove the ponytail in his butt in the dildo. Oh, that was fierce. That was um, really fierce. But my least favorite memory was when the pony people tried to steal my ponytail on my pony. Do you remember Cool Whip trying to steal my hair? That pony? That miniature pony? Yes. She came up I in there like that. she owned the place. A. I knew that shady horse was shady. Um, it, it, I was, this is why I don't work with animals anymore. Well, then why do you work with me? Contract. Uh... <laughs> Ironclad. <laughs> and meanwhile, our company's called Forever Dog. <laughs> L- wow. Woof. Woof. Um, your, Buzz, your podcaster. Woof. <laughs> Are you excited about uh, the tour? What's your favorite uh, thing about this tour versus other theatrical drag shows? I like singing songs together. That's always fun to me. They like, sing a song. <laughs> So we'll have to come up with some sort of show-stopping opener and closer uh, instead of just playing a Shania Twain karaoke YouTube uh, at the end of the show. Oh, she wants to be Sing Song Susie. Honey, I want to be Sing Song Susie. Okay, well, it's going to be a great tour. You're going to love it. Um, uh, I love it. I love it. Let's talk about this next segment, which is called Let's Get get political. 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 I, I wanna, wanna get, get political. political. Get your police away from Pride. Truly, the organizers of New York City Pride announced in a press release that they would ban police participation at future Pride events, including the city's annual Pride March, until 2025. 
During that time, New York City Pride will reportedly instead rely on community-based security and first responders, using police only for critical situations. Generally, about 200 New York Police Department members participate in the June New York City Pride March, but in recent years, the Black Lives Matter movement have demanded a re-examination of police brutality in the justice system, system and LGBTQ plus activists have called attention to police roles in Pride parades. That's right. New York City Pride said the decision was made to create safer spaces for LGBTQIA plus and BIPOC communities at a time when violence against marginalized groups, especially BIPOC and trans communities, has continued to escalate. The sense of safety that law enforcement is meant to provide can instead be threatening and at times dangerous to those in our community who are most often targeted with excessive force and or without reason. New York City Pride is unwilling to contribute in any way to creating an atmosphere of fear or harm for members of the community. Hallelujah. I say bravo to this, especially after finding out that, you know, the NYPD has several cases of African-American people dying of sickle cell in their in their uh employee you know like when they were arrested and then brutalized probably and then just saying oh they died of sickle cell like that's bullshit and it's happened um it's happened in new york and i wouldn't want cops there that were you know a part of that because cops you know tend to protect their own and um it feels like they are not there to protect and serve at a lot of points in pride when they're saying no you can't cross the street there and it's like, no. why can't I? I'm, nobody's marching. Please let me cross. I saw a cop letting, not letting an old woman get by at New York City Pride 2019. She's like, I need to get to the pharmacy. It's on the other side of the street. It was like almost 5 o'clock, like after 4.50. And she was in tears. And he wouldn't let her through. It Dude, was like... What the fuck? And that was New York City Pride. So I'm glad that the cops aren't there. I'm sure there's LGBTQIA cops that are wanting to participate and can't. But... um. Just, you know, LGBT matters more than the blue life um, code of ethics, I think, right now, for sure. Yeah, I think this is a major step. And I hope that other, you know, pride celebrations, like, follow this example because work, NYC Pride. You better uh, work. Because fucking police are, are not, I mean... It's not a safety thing. It's a fucking fear. It's like it's like a fear-inducing thing. Like that's not what pride is about. Pride is a celebration of like community and like being seen and heard. And we don't need your fucking militarized fuck force. You know, fucking lining the streets and telling us what to do. I'm so glad that the the New York City Pride is doing this. Me too. But are they having pride this year? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Is LA? I don't know. There are... Oh, I don't know if they're... Well, no, because remember the whole Pride Parade uh, dissolved last year. No, I don't like remember. the organization. Oh, Christopher like Street West. It dissolved. Yeah, because of all the controversy with like the parade and the music festival and where the money was going. Meatball takes credit for that. I mean, I, I don't... Of, of our investigative journalism. <laughs> wow. I, I that get... That and the staircase. <laughs> I get that, like, you know, pride should be for everybody and stuff, but um, some of these prides were for profit, 
and they got better names and better entertainers. So I understand that people wanted to make money off of their hard work putting stuff together, but I'm glad that it's going back to the back to the roots, basically. But yeah, yeah and there's no issue with that. It's only when you masquerade as a nonprofit, but you're taking all the money as profit. Yeah, that yeah, part. that's not that's not the vibe. Well, why don't we um, get into our masquerade ball outfits and <laughs> come back after this break? Masquerade! Painted faces on parade! Cancel pride! This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Oh my gosh, we finally got a tip spot girl. These uh, tip spot girls have been increasingly demanding. And this one, she had this. nothing on her on her rider. And we said, you can come on in. You seem like a delight to work with, young lady. She wasn't acting grand backstage with the girls. She, she was didn't not ask for a wet, grand, dry like back to blow gr- her hair. Yes. She didn't make us pull up the wood floors and put in carpet. You know who we're talking about. She said that she you would know. perform without a space heater in the dressing room. But <laughs> the option between April to November is appreciated. Um, she, there was no color spray on the walls when she left last time. So we invited her back. Her name is, please meet and greet at this time. Ben Ben de de la la creme. Hello. Hello. I didn't know we were, we were Southern today, but I, um, I didn't, I didn't vocalize for the occasion. I'm sorry. Well, we know you're not good at accents. You told RuPaul that you both face liar. Oh my God. (laughs) Can we start with that? I would love to because I saw you producing that whole thing. Like, I'm going to, I don't really know. I don't do this. And then sweet, honey, you were a broom. You swept the whole room. Okay, let me tell you. I am not the girl to like go in a a public forum, like blaming the edit or whatever. And ultimately, like that was a good edit, right? Like they set you up as the underdog to make you like not look like you're going to win. But that was the first moment of watching Drag Race that I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Because Mm. watching it back, that sentence where I look like I say, I think the actual sentence is, I don't know how to do a British accent if I'm being honest, is only two little chunks of a larger statement, (gasps) which was, I don't know how to do a British accent unless I'm doing Maggie Smith, to be honest. And they cut (laughs) out the middle part. Wow. Isn't that wild? And that was the first time that I really was like, oh, that's the extent of of this. And like, I never (laughs) was like, I was never negatively affected by any edit, right? So I don't have, like, a personal stake in that idea, but I definitely, like, that was just, like, a solid moment of, oh, okay, I get the, I get the game. Wow. This was not an evil genius moment. This was a happy bystander incident. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, that's, I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's why they've got a fucking st- wall full of Emmys. They work yeah. hard over there. Girl, they do it. Did you have but any backups? Were- Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, there was just like a lot of, uh, there was a lot of like, why would you lie about this? And it was like, I, I don't, I don't have an explanation for why I would have lied about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any backups for Snatch Game when you went or was Maggie on your audition tape? No, I, she was, it was, my audition tape was Maggie and Miss Piggy. Um mm. Which, you know, Miss Piggy was, like, too, I don't, you know, like, Maggie at that time, you could do a character if you said it was the actress, which, yes. you know, is not true now. Um, but Miss oh, Piggy you can't was do a that now? character. No, they changed it. It's now it's a thing where you can't, like, you can't do any trademarked character, even if you say that it's just the actor portraying it. I know, I don't, it's, yeah, that's it's. going to change shit. It's tougher. What a lot. I have a few seasons, though. So I, I can't do Rue McClanahan, as, but make her Blanche Devereaux? I don't think so. I think that's against the, the rule. If you want Back to do Miss to the drawing board. You could do Miss Piggy and just say your pork or the, the white meat industry. <laughs> <laughs> just say your Frank Oz. Um, uh, but yes, I did have backups, but I actually don't remember what they were now. That's so weird. I remember my backups for All Stars, but not for season six. Yeah, you backed right into All Stars. Uh, 
Yeah. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> we, we were just going off about the, um, the, um, all-stars, um, the all-stars six reveal. Have you watched, do, do you care? You, you have no interest. In Which question race. do you want me to answer? Have I watched it or do I care? Uh, both. <laughs> I think you just both answered both. <laughs> no, All right. I, um, I, I have seen them. Here's, I am like, here's my main concern. Like the <laughs> color concern. palette situation is really starting to scrape the barrel because what is the, what's the theme of this? Is it dress as the same color as the backdrop? Because they all nailed it. Like that was the weirdest. Why orange lighting, orange fog, orange background? Cause then you see the other, like the photos and you're like, oh, they're wearing colors. But like, it really just looks like a melted creamsicle in most of those videos. So what's okay. that about? Yeah. So I feel like where are they going to go next? Is next season going to be khaki? <laughs> that would be fierce. That would be great. That would be to, uh, so uh, Gen Z. Uh, you want to be on taupe? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a great That's theme. Um, good. I I want it to be that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what have you been doing in LA? How's Los Angeles? <laughs> Well, I've been enduring a pandemic mostly. Um, it's 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 fine. I mean, I don't feel like I moved to LA. I feel like I moved to a desert island and only now is it like, am I starting to be able to emerge? And I'm kind of like, I don't even know where to begin. Because first of all, yes, my two best friends in LA are in Pittsburgh and London. So <laughs> that's I'll be back soon and, and we can we can party and kiki. LA is hard and takes a while to carve out your sort of like network that is your like vibe there. Yeah. So like, and the fact that, so did you, you moved and then the pandemic happened instantly or did you move during Pandemica? We moved May 1st and Mm. then, oh wait, no, sorry. March 1st, we moved March 1st and then- I went straight to San Francisco to rehearse a show with Peaches, Christ, and Jinx Monsoon. It got canceled, and I flew back to L.A. March 14th and never left the house again. <laughs> Sounds right. That's so wild. Yeah, so Moving only is now. Moving love. Yeah, no, that's the thing is I was really, like, getting up the, like, chutzpah to move to mm-hmm. L.A. and, like, okay, I'm, like, ready. I'm going to, like, get out there and meet people and go to new places and whatever. And now it's, like, I... I just want to go to like my favorite Seattle bar, you know. Right, but girl. As soon okay. as I'm back, stick with me. We'll hit six bars in one night and do laps. And I'll introduce you to Raya Latre. Where if you're yeah. ever wondering if there's anything to do at night, you just text this girl. What <laughs> M- my favorite porn star Devin texted me a couple nights ago, saying like, "We're I got a car full of porn people and we're looking for someplace to go." I was like, "Well, you need Raya Latre's number." And then I got right. a picture later with Raya and all the guys. Like, Raya is the one. To, if you're ever looking for something to do in Los Angeles, you just find her. Check her story, see where she is, and it's always fun. Well, I was texting with Alaska, like, a few months ago. And because you and I are similar in that we don't, like, really love the go out and, like, have a lot of Drag Race fans kind of, like, devour or like descend upon us you know like right it's lovely to meet the fans but when you're at a bar and it's like a lot of them and they're drunk and it's a zombie apocalypse moment it's a lot but right. we did have this conversation about being ready post-pandemic for like 
to go out and just let them take us. Just like oh, let yeah. them pull apart oh, our bodies yes. limb by limb. I'm ready for that now. Honey, I want them to carry me <laughs> like they did Yitzhak at the end of Hedwig. Yes. That's what I need. I need to be celebrated if I even stick a toe across the threshold at FUBAR, honey. I need 14 months worth of attention in a single evening. <laughs> that. Gee, I need 18 that. panty sniffers lining up for one whiff of my boxers. Yes. Yeah. Are we supposed to talk about drag race? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, mm. we we do got Hot Goss, which is like a sister satellite pod. Um, but yeah. we're so I, I was so plucked about the All-Star 6 because... Um, I'm not on it. And I just thought that the girls did themselves a disservice by not having like, you know, their jokes and their quips ready. And like some of the interviews were lackluster and could have been better. And I thought that um, it it was it was not pedestrian, but like. What does pedantic mean? Maybe it was that. Panini. Yeah. That it was very that it was just like oh paninis are nice yeah let's get one of them for lunch it wasn't like oh a feast <laughs> right way to like that was a good pivot good job and did you P-words. notice that the fucking the chip chop edit Dela did you I on which part I haven't watched the interviews yet which part are you talking about well set aside a whole day because it is lengthy I um, do really love like. A, I mean, all of the girls I, I have I appreciation all, for, but yeah. there's a few of those girls that I like love. So I'm looking forward to diving into. Me to too. Some of their- for sure. There's a couple, that, there's a, more than a few. There's 10 that I'm hugely excited about. And then a couple that I'm just like, huh? And then one that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, the hundreds you- of the most beautiful girls and two ugly ones. Do you remember that strip joy in Hollywood? Yeah, it was next to the wig store that burned down. It's yeah. it's three ugly ones. Oh, three ugly ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben, as someone who famously made their own rules for All-Stars, is there any advice or Andy advice that you would give to this new batch of All-Stars? Our, our outline is riddled with typos. I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, advice. <laughs> for me, I think that the the... Thing that I went into All Stars with, which was the most valuable, is the understanding that, you know, and I don't know if everybody on set will appreciate this perspective, but it was the understanding that we are not, there's, we are not like the employees of the bosses. We're mm-hmm. all the head of the department of, of different departments trying to accomplish the same goal, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the talent is, is like, you know, in an office, there's all the different departments and they all make the business run, but they don't always agree on how it has to be done. But in the end, their goal is always to make like a good end product. So I think that it's really important to remember that like, yes, you're working with everyone else on set, you're working with production, you're working with the story, you're working with the folks who create the challenges, but ultimately you have to do your job the best you possibly can. And that doesn't always align with what they want you to do. You're the expert Mm. in your field. Right. Now you've been a woman that's worn no stranger to a say something hat. How do you get those big ass hats to stay on your head? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Tell us. Those, um, the, the embroidery, like or what are they called they're like those long needles that you buy at the craft store that you use for i think they're they're not made for they're like giant hat pins yeah they're well there's those giant 
needles and they're way bigger than any hat pin you can get on the market. Oh. So then you just hot glue a bead to the base of it. So you like have something to hold on to and then uh -huh. it'll like stick through your whole wig and your whole hat and your everything. And I just use two of those and make an X. The end. Smart. So like a skewer. So drag. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Because you, because let's count to say something. Has there's the Hamburglar's wife. There's the yes. black and white one. Yeah, there's the red one. The yes. red one from the, the judgment panel of death. The, I'm going to RuPaul's funeral red dress and hat uh, <laughs> thing that I'm going to borrow. I since have repurposed those feathers. <laughs> <gasps> They're now at the base of a different dress. Oh. I could put that on my head. I'll do a turban. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, I I. What we're we're in the middle of season six. We don't always um like talk about like drag race specifically on hot goss. But I mean, do you have any do you have any um do you want to leave us with any, you know, stunning gossip or um or secrets that happen backstage on season uh, six? Oh my god. Uh, uh, Any favorite moments that didn't air, maybe that you think back fondly on? Like, why didn't you use that? It was great TV, or anything that you know, there would was changed. The there context? was so I remember feeling that so many times watching it on television. But God, it feels like a lifetime ago. You know, it's after having all yeah. the memories of All Stars. It's like six kind of blurs into the background because yeah. I was like a panicked little squirrel all day. Like I was so focused on what I was doing and I was so freaked out that yeah. like, I was fully like in a blackout during most of season six, <laughs> just focusing on what I was, what I was doing. Unaware, unaware of um, a lot of things going on around me. It was like a really, ex it, it meant there was a lot of exciting surprises when I watched it back and turned, you know, found out Darian Lake didn't like me and stuff like that. <laughs> it wasn't a blackout. Full it was just color spray. Yourself. <laughs> Um, oh, I have a I have a question because we talked to Bianca about the moment when you said that she was sailing through the competition. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, like, this is a show where they go back ten years and talk about the show, so we got to bring. No, this that's up. fine. Oh, I'm it's... sailing. I'm sailing. Bianca How doesn't even own a boat. What are you talking about? I still don't understand. I'm a boat girl. It's like. Have you ever tried to give somebody a compliment and had them be outraged at you for like five years? Yes. <laughs> that was, that's the experience. No. I literally was just like, all I meant was you are, you make this look easy while right. we're all just like, you know, four laps behind you trying right. to keep up, you know? Right. How um, dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I just found that I have a mural of myself on Easy Street here in the UK. <laughs> Girl, Easy Street. It's, it makes sense. We're going to we're going to wrap up, but I mean, I'm very curious before we go. I'm very curious as to like what you're working on now because me I too. Mean, I, oh, brilliant I'm one! Obsessed with everything that you put out into the world. So wow. Well, thank you. Well, I've got a couple sort of. Um, uh, secret projects in development. Ooh, so there's like some big announcement coming, coming down, soon, coming down the pike. It's <laughs> you know I'm so excited to get back into live theater, but yeah. you know doing the Christmas special this year really got me kind of excited about the world of film, like sort of on the creation end. Like I had so much fun directing that thing, and so that kind of got me inspired to work on a couple other things. So we'll see what happens with those. I will also never work on the kind of timeline we made the Christmas special on because it was so nuts. So, you know, yeah. there's a little bit longer um, 
But we're also working on, I'm going to announce it here first, officially, <gasps> that um, we are, we are, uh, the next big live thing is that Jinx and I will be hitting the road again for the holiday show live show this year. And yes. this year, we are starting at the beginning of November. We're hitting more UK cities than we ever have. We're doing Canada and we're doing more cities in the US, more nights in the big cities. Um, so that's, I'm putting like my live production, all of my, my eggs right now in that basket. Cause we're like determined to come back after a year off the road with like absolutely the biggest, most extravagant thing we can possibly do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm very excited. Is it, um, are you, you write a new show every year for the holidays, don't you? You know, it's like we do like 70 or 80% new material and then like our our hits, you know, it's like we it's so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we like to give the it's always it's always the story of Dela versus Jinx, you know, but mm. so we like to give kind of a few like you know, two of the the numbers maybe that like our classic hits, maybe three. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then all the rest is new material. You know, we like to work with whatever, like the, the pop songs of the moment. And there's so much good stuff that's come out since we were last on the road that it's going to be really fun to do some parody writing this year. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to watch. All your shows are always so fucking entertaining. Um, and where can we find you on social media? Ben De La Creme on everything? Ben De La Creme on everything. Can you imagine the ease? I love that. <laughs> You're just sailing through social media, honestly. Sailing through. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. She's a class act. Ben she De really La Creme. Is. She's a class act. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you I heard her feathers are repurposed. the movies are back baby and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of hollywood check out movies baby with five wise is emma stone on track for greatest actress of all time what's the best godzilla movie of all what's up with john Cena? love lies bleeding we'll take more where that came from what movie should have won best picture at this year's oscars hint it's the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! cave is windy yes oh well when it comes to a windy cave you are certainly an expert um, wow make that cave talk okay um <laughs> this, this is, is the special moment. time this is the moment <laughs> where we go this first message comes from harry it says ciao podcastanista Long time listener. Nista. Why you How pop so you good? Pod? Long time listener, second time caller. Just a short and sweet note to bring something to your attention. 
Recently, on TikTok and other social media platforms, a debate has arisen around the topic of allowing kink and kink enthusiasts to be at gay pride and whether or not it's appropriate. Many citing that children are at pride or it's a family event or I would take my mom to this, but... Comments on these posts amaze me. Many in favor of finding a kink presence at Pride inappropriate. Frankly, I think it, that's an insane and forgetful, forgetful take, ignoring so much history and sanitizing Pride more than it already has been. Would love to know your thoughts, and please educate the children on this topic. Ciao for now. Harry, 25, London. Bizu bizu. X. Um, I remember my first Pride. I was nine, and we were going into the city, and I remember walking through, or I remember driving, getting out of the Lincoln Tunnel, and the first person I saw was this gorgeous black woman, but she was wearing all white lingerie and garters. And then I was following this Instagram post, like a gay vault thing or something that has all these old gay images, and I saw the person. And <gasps> I immediately knew who it was, and that's it was wild. an old pride image, and I was like, how is it that that's on an Instagram? I'm just scrolling through and I screen capped it so I can remember it forever. But I was like, I've seen that person. And it was my first memory of any pride when I was nine. And I remember asking like, she can wear that on the street. And my mom's like, yeah, they're having a party. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> you were like, I, I want to do that for the rest of my life. I was like, where can I RSVP? It was all white garters, white lingerie. And she looked beautiful. I'm trying to find the picture now so I could show y'all. But I distinctly remember everything about it. And when I saw it on Instagram, it took me back to being nine years old and just being like, that is that. And kids know. If you see it, if you see it, a, a kid is going to know eventually. So why not, if they do have a question, have it be about an LGBT person that it's safe to talk about and discuss instead of going like, no, they can't see that. Don't force your kid to be dumb and sheltered. Let them be exposed to other walks of life, I think. Yeah, and I've seen a few of these uh, a few of these posts. Um thank you Jeremy for reposting some of these. And it seems to be that this is a growing trend of sanitization. Oh, there's the picture. Yes, she better work. She looks lovely. Gal. I know. I and to have that memory of a 9-year-old being like, "Why is she in this gig? Like who, what, where and what does it come in child's huskies for boys i need this look and like to see her (laughs) on instagram so like 30 years later being like my first memory of gay pride like it's crazy this random pride and lockwood posted it it's a repost of somebody from the leather archives but it's like holy shit that's wild yeah so i i am all for pride showing every facet of lgbtqia a little crack is fine. Don't show your hole. Those are my rules. Okay. You yeah. Know? And I think women... Well, but... Women should be able to have their nipples out. Yes. And as long as they got a little suck less face and body glitter on them, it's covered, technically. That's lovely. And if women can't have their nipples out, men shouldn't be able to have their nipples out. Right. And the sort of, the sort of sanitation of pride uh, goes along with the sort of sanitation of, of queer culture or or gay culture, um, which is a larger sort of growing sort of problem. Um, And I think that kink at Pride goes back to um, the traditions of Pride and why Pride exists. And I think it's important that we don't forget that. Um, 
Agreed. So this next message comes from S. Hi, Big D, little A, double L-A-M. My fiancé and I have been together for 11 years, and sadly, I've never been able to bottom. I'm dying to do it for him, but I just can't get past the pain. My question is about poppers. Do they really relax you? (laughs) Do they really relax you enough to get through the initial penetration? Is the high really intense? Do you recommend a brand? Help! Sorry for the lack of dick pic. I propositioned my fiancé to take one together, but it was a no-go. Love all three of you so much, and thank you for bringing so much joy every Wednesday and Friday. Sincerely, S. Keeping it discreet because I have a lot of friends who listen to the pod. Well, I don't think we have anyone on the podcast who knows anything about poppers, so I'm I'm very Next sorry. Question. Yes, we have <laughs> we have no input. What do you what do you have to say, Willow? The first time I tried poppers, I think I was 25, and it was the first time I 100% enjoyed anal sex ever because before mm. that, every time was just like I have to do this at least once a month or my husband will leave me. Mm. Um and it wasn't that fun. And I discovered poppers and it helped relax me for that initial. But I also should have been doing other stuff to maybe make it easier beforehand, like putting Mm -hmm. some fingers up there in the shower and like, you know, just figuring out ways to not just shove a giant dick in there first. Yes. Um, Pre-lubing, stuff like that. There's lots of stuff that you can do that I wasn't doing. And poppers helped um, ease the pain. (laughs) Uh, do you recommend a brand? Yes, I do. I recommend the Double Scorpio brand. I'm a big fan of those. They are made by gay people, for gay people. And um, uh, I'm about to have a new campaign with them. Mm, so I'm very excited. Girl. Our first one, uh, Two Hits and Anything Fits, was a raging success. Yes. Um, uh, we, we, we unlodged a barge that was um, in a Flotilla. canal. Uh-huh. Um, and I would I would heavily recommend trying them out and then seeing what happens. Don't drink them. Um, you can also yeah. pour, you could pour them on your pillow and just huff the pillow, but you can't use the pillow don't, to sleep on after don't that. Do, don't do that. Um you no, can. keep um don't <laughs> You're so close minded. You uh, want this hole opened? Open big, your mind first. <laughs> Typically, the the high from poppers, um, so you sniff it, like you hold one nostril and sniff it, then you do the other nostril and sniff it, okay? Then you close it back up. The high is almost instantaneous. It lasts, I don't know, 20 seconds? I no. Mean, no, like... It, longer? For anywhere Shorter? from one minute to two and a half minutes. If you've gotten if you've gotten oh. to the point where you forget it, you where you've forgotten who's inside you, but you've almost remembered, that's how you know that you're coming down from it. Because for me, it's like I I lose. I'm like, where am I? I'm in the jungle. <laughs> like it's oh, wow. like I've forgotten who's inside me, and that's oh. why it's usually helpful to have mirrors in the room because you're like, oh yeah, you. Oh, and your friend. Um, I don't. I no? okay. Well, it's a feeling of sort of lightheaded euphoria, definitely. Um, and it does relax the mechanism that sort of, you know, that is the gatekeeper of the fucking ass muscles. So try it out, definitely. But also try out, like Willem said, the other things. Like loosen yourself up first with smaller toys, perhaps a butt plug, 
Uh, Kitchen utensils, can openers, <laughs> remote can controls, <laughs> doorknobs, uh, water bottles, not Fiji bottles, they're square. Um, right. Yeah, thermoses. Um, but let us know how it goes. I hope it goes great. Coming from a hot goss Johnny, we have Johnny's message. It says, hello, first ladies of Pennsylvania, <laughs> dippity dip dip, and special guest star, maybe Jocelyn Fox. <laughs> My name is Johnny, super fan of Race Chaser and the Gals of Mom. I only know what day it is when I play the pod. I don't even need a calendar. I had to share a little classic treasure I came across in my sex drawer the other day. I recently purchased a new Jake Bass flesh jack and dildo. I'm mostly a top, but a girl does have an occasional itch to scratch. When making room for my gorgeous new toys, I uncovered two season five promo pins of Team Alaska and Team Jinx. I completely forgot about them, but at the time, I proudly rocked those pins on my backpack while biking through Boston. I refused the Team Roxy pin then, but I'm here to make it clear that I'm also Team Roxy now. Here's a pic of you beauties pins amongst my dildo and various sex accoutrement. Hope to see you perform in P-Town this summer, Alaska. Good luck in London, Willem. Love, Johnny. Wow. Those pins. Do Mm -hmm. they still do that? That's such an antiquated... I don't think they do that anymore. Um, Logo had a closet with a pin maker, and they were just, like, sending their interns in there, I think. I don't don't know that they... Once once the, the... I don't think they need to promote the finale how they used to anymore. Right. So they don't need to make like novelty items like pins anymore with uh, all these girls' old faces on them. It was very triggering for me because I was really rude to people who weren't wearing my pin. I'll be honest. Oh, I know. I was like, fuck you. I had a Roxy pin on. Fuck you for putting that on, you motherfucker. Just like really, really mad about it. But those are those pins are so cute. I wish I could get my hands on them now. Um, they're lost and gone forever. You know I have a pin maker at my studio. We could just make those pins. Ooh, let's do it. I think we should, for sure. What else do you see in this drawer here? Oh. I see anal beads. I see a dildo. Mm-hmm. I see cock rings. I see handcuffs. I leather see a whipping whip. a leather whip. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, what are those weird? I don't recognize that. Oh, they're condoms. Oh, <laughs> very nice. And I love the Lance Bass um, dildo. It's so nice. Um, I didn't know he was branching out into. Oh, what what is it? Oh, Jake Bass. Jake, Jake Bass. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Jake. Oh Jake, wait, Jake why Trout. didn't why didn't we do Bradley's question? We'll do it next week. Okie dokie. Because you just want to see the dick. But we'll have to wait until next week. You've got oh. to have a goss, give a goss, or take a goss. <laughs> Special thank you for our tip spot, Ben de la Creme, for giving the goss. That's right. Uh-huh. You can send your questions to us via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. We also have bonus content video available on Patreon.com. Catch up. We have some great shit. You can find that bonus content by searching Race Chaser at Patreon.com slash Willem. That's right. Um, and we're, we're continuing to release some of our Patreon content from 2019 for free now on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to both Willem and Alaska on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so you'll get those notifications, my love. Follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. 
at RaceChaserPod and at MomPodcast. And that link on Instagram at RaceChaserPod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and a link to AAPIP.org and their resource directory to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. Mm -hmm. Get the vax, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy. And we'll be back next week with more Scalding Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot. 